0: Introduction. A few months ago, I realized classic self-help isn't helping me. It never actually did. Quite a peculiar way to start a self-help book, isn't it? But I have plenty of examples that will support my argument, an entire book's worth of observations and personal experiences. In 2014, as a full-time morning and nighttime worker, student, and gym rat, I felt overly exhausted and directionless. Working 16 hours a day on something that I felt pretty neutral about on the best days wasn't satisfying or motivating. Especially not in my glorious 20s, when all my fellow students were partying like it was the end of the world each weekend and dwelling in idleness like lobotomized rocks on weekdays. Why did I have to work from Monday to Saturday like an overtaxed horse? I wasn't aware back then that my workaholism was absolutely self-chosen. Although I couldn't have lived without work since I was as poor as a church mouse, I still would have survived if I had worked less. My mindset in the early 20s was quite black and white. I believed I'd never die, and if I chose to work instead of living on a prayer, I should work like an overactive mill, maximizing everything, money, advancement opportunities, experience gathering, my job had to offer. Even though I worked, often, from dawn to dawn, I felt my life was empty. On one hand, I felt each day without work was a day lost to become somebody. While on the other hand, my working days didn't give me a purpose. My life felt like a drag, a constant rat race for finding a meaning tomorrow. I read my first self-help book during this bitter period of my life. The book was called Maximal Achievement by Brian Tracy. I finished reading it in three days. I was mesmerized by the content. Self-actualization, self-love, uniqueness, goal-setting, so many new concepts opened up in front of my overwhelmed mind. I'd never thought about life from this angle. I was too busy not dying of hunger from the age of 14. Who would think about unleashing inner greatness in critical times like that? Long story short, I was trapped, brainwashed, with zero amount of critical thinking. I accepted each word, each practice, and each tidbit of information as the absolute truth. Whenever something didn't resonate with me, I automatically assumed the problem was with me. I found new hope, new meaning in that book and the many other classical self-help types like The Secret and You Were a Badass that followed. Not my hope or meaning, but I didn't really care back then. I was drowning in the self-help industry. What is self-help industry? I'd like to clarify exactly what I mean when I talk about the self-help industry. I refer to that multi-billion dollar industry that exploded in recent decades. This industry focuses on the growth of the individual, enhancing the importance of self-awareness, exploring talents, setting goals, and so on. The ultimate goal of classic self-help is to guide the individual to the well of inexhaustible happiness. From books to courses and stuffed conference rooms, you can find the spirit of self-help anywhere. Inarguably, although this new wave of motivation changed the lives of millions of people, there are still millions of other people who couldn't find the solution they were seeking. I would rather not assume that the latter millions are in the majority, but I didn't hear the groundbreaking news that the number of millionaires, happy marriages, and happy people exponentially increased in the last few decades, as one would expect based on the number of self-help consumers. On the contrary...